G'day, it's Clairsy here. These are the best bits of today's Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. I've got to say, the new Prime Minister has chosen to stay in his mansion, so therefore Kirribilli's free. But can you believe it? He's chosen to move in with us, not the PM, but Lawrence Mooney. Welcome back, mate. Well, I'm very glad to be here, and I'm going to be speaking like this for the, the next three years at least. I'll be talking about <laughs> metadata. I'll be talking about how enthusiastic I am to see to, to beckon in change. And I'll be talking about swimming in the ocean with my wife, Lucy. Um, <laughs> the ocean. I, was, I don't get many opportunities to hear that one. <laughs> He likes to pronounce all of the letters in all of the words, like February. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it a joy to hear a Prime Minister that can speak? He'll say the Ellen vulnerable, like no one else. That's yeah, the thing. Vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah. It's That's been a right. long time mm. since we had a Prime Minister that could speak, actually. Yes. It's a long Isn't time. Nice? Lawrence, are you missing if, uh, Tony Abbott's uh, repeating of things, just to uh, make a bit more brain time? Ah. Uh, Ah, what about that little cocky's ah that he would give before he spoke? That's a thought process thing or a crutch, isn't it? But I've got to say, our own Julie Bishop, who appears on the show regularly yes. uh, when the Canning by-election's on, um, <laughs> of she looks so in love with Malcolm. Oh, yeah. she's like a 16-year-old girl. You know Her what I love, though, is how... All smiling oh, I love how well she hid it. Like, we sort of... Yes. We didn't... She seemed like she was backing Tony all the way until that day, that fateful yeah. day in September, and everything changed. Every CEO in the land, every coach, everyone at the top of the tree is thinking, are they coming for me? <laughs> are they coming for me like Tony... Uh, We're, none of us are permanent. No. I'm certainly not. I'm just going to drop in and out over yeah. the next few weeks. <laughs> and say good day. Yeah. Do a bit. What let about, you guys t- do the heavy lifting. What about Tony Abbott not happy with the uh, new treasurer? Uh, apparently he said that he warned them and uh, there was no warning there from oh. Mr Morrison. What about Joe Hockey? Poor old Joe. Yeah. He's just, they're going to sling him the ambassadorship to the United States of America. Cushy gig oh. though. You guys are just so educated. You're all about the politics. And I, I spent last week like doing bachelor finale party and making oh. and making cupcakes. <laughs> like I. <laughs> Sam, Sam Woods is I'm, super romantic. I'm no Can idiot, I? but I did get behind The Bachelor. I've got a Bachelor story for you. I don't know Have whether it? we've got time now. No, no, do it. We want to okay. hear it. Okay. Well, um, I was here in Melbourne at the radio and Sam was in. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, well, Actually, he was he was a guest um, quiz master on Have You Been Paying Attention last night as well with Snajana. Yes. I got that correct. Anyway, so I met Sam. Here at Triple M in Melbourne, uh, or Mix ninety four point. Anyway, um, <laughs> you're all good, bud. <laughs> and uh, I went over and I said, "Hi, Sam." And he goes, "Oh, you're Lou's husband, Lawrence." And I went, "What?" Oh. And my wife knew the bachelor and had met him and worked with him, right. shirts off, and had failed to tell me that. Oh, so we had sat it? through hours and hours of the bachelor, no. putting a bit on him and. Judging all the women, ne- she'd never mentioned. Never that said she a knew word. The Bachelor, the, ah. the secrets you girls keep. Yes. Far oh. So that, what's going on? Anyway, she's sneaky. meeting up with him today to talk more business. Right. What, what's going on? How in was my she going to tell you if you didn't find that out? How was she, she going to tell you she, she was, was doing business with him? Me. She was never going to tell me. So there's a whole lot. <laughs> my wife is a great liar, not malicious, but she yep. just she just tells me the truths that I need to hear. I was going to say, is that lying or is that just leaving out the things she yeah, doesn't want you to know? just leaving things out. Yeah. Mm. Well, if she's yeah. got the mad skills at lying, I mean, that's the biggest problem with liars. Oh, They're normally not she, good at it. No, well, all the women are good at it and <laughs> all the men are. <laughs> Lawrence, if, there's no problem, mate. He's 35 and he's got that awful body, so you've got nothing yeah. to worry about. Yeah, and he's got a gym called The Woodshed. Where are you going, sweetheart? I'm just popping down the woodshed. <laughs> Special guest is Lawrence Mooney. Now, guys, I'm going to tell you, it's the Aussie Guide to Pocket Money 
Just so that we knew exactly where everyone stood on this pocket money uh. issue for our children. Because I don't think parents do. How do you work out what to give them and what they have to do to earn it? We uh, used to get our pocket money set for our age. So when you turned oh. seven, you got seven cents. Mm. When you turned eight, you got eight cents. Back when, you know, eight cents worth of mixed lollies was enough to put you into a diabetic coma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not now. <laughs> you don't get one well, for that now, do you? They're, they're saying now that the average earning for girls and boys for pocket money is $10.60 for girls and $11.80 for boys a week. Oh, now, injustice. How come, how come yeah, the boys started. are getting a dollar twenty more? I don't understand. Well, I think it's just preparing the women for the actual world where they're <laughs> underpaid. Yeah. We're going to screw you forever, so yeah, stick with it get now. Get used to it now, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, and what's refreshing is that apparently the most common users for their pocket money, number one, it goes to savings, number two, to toys, three, to lollies, and and fourth place is video games, but it's not anywhere near as high as the, as the savings. But on top of that, the parents are paying for the Wi-Fi, you know, all of those important things, aren't they? Quite oh, often. Yeah, but oh, the roof over your head and the lights. Yeah, all that stuff. What about your dad goodness. going through the house, flicking the lights off, going, oh, this place looks like a bloody circus. <laughs> that was my mum. <laughs> what, do you think I'm made of money? What do you mean Wi-Fi? Kids don't have to pay for Wi-Fi. Like, I didn't pay for air conditioning when I was a kid. It's about, a service that your parents provide. Exactly. Yeah. That's How about why your you phone? don't move out. How about your phone? That's got to be up for conjecture. No, well, I don't want yeah. to sound too mm. crusty here, but it's good that people are still being taught how to save. Because mm. remember, the bank used to come into your school and give you a book and you'd save and your little dollarmite account. Oh, yeah, oh. I had the Kangaroo Creek gang. <laughs> oh, yeah, didn't the, Com- the Commonwealth Bank used to hand out those money boxes as well and everyone ended yeah. up with CBA? Yeah, but they're saying now Aussie kids earn more than ever. They're saying it's an almost an almost a 50% increase being handed over by parents since 2013. Right. And what are they doing, stacking the dishwasher? How Actually, are they, yeah, how are they earning this? 52% is from making the bed. Um, 51% around indoor cleaning, looking after pets, uh, washing the car, good behaviour. Actually, you know, I was a bit business savvy when I was a kid. I used to make a little bit of extra money and I did this car washing business with my friend Lisa and we would just go door knocking in the local suburb and say, we're ready to pa- to wash your car right now right. between 8 and $10. So we'd look in their driveway and we'd go, is that car worth... Oh, yeah, that one's covered in lots of bird poo. Let's say it's 13 bucks, And we'd go around washing cars. Right. We only did it twice, but we made over $100 on the weekend. No, that's not bad, going. Donald Trump, Jr. I, I was a Boy Scout when I was a kid, and we used to have Bobber Job Week or Job Week, and yeah. you'd go around and knock on people's doors, strangers' doors, and say... I'll do anything you know you want me to. Just fling me a few dollars. It's I'm, like, I was waiting for. Uh, I'm your private dancer. <laughs> I'm a dancer for. Well, I did a lot of yeah. That's what I did. I did a lot of erotic dancing as a boy. As scout. a boy in boys. What? Did you get a uh, badge for that, Lawrence? No, that was just, yeah. I got you my just erotic said, dancing I'll do badge. What and you my, want me to do? And was, my bronze I'm boomerang. So envious because I. Uh, I became a sixer, but didn't go that far. It was a lyrical reference, people. For goodness' sake! Sometimes the kids. I know, but you know, I was a, I was a, I was a scout, but I was also a boy that wanted to let the dance out. I was a Billy Elliot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a boy in my six who wanted. He, no, yeah. I, look, I think he there wouldn't be in the guides. There are some really business savvy kids out there. I there just are. on the weekend I saw someone had a lemonade stand out, and That's they were charging cute. fifteen cents oh, for glasses of lemonade. Yeah, the uh, TV or the fridge box, and make yes. it into a shop. And that and lots of kids you, do it for telethon as well. If you if you're going to put a lemonade stand out and you want to increase the cuteness factor, you've got to put one of the E's back 
the wrong <laughs> way. Oh, of course. You've got to misspell it. People go, oh, isn't that So it's like, huge. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enterprising, but I'm not that smart. Yeah, <laughs> we'd love to know about your kids and their business, how savvy they are at business and how young they are as well, because that adds to the cute factor of a couple of little tots there with them. Lawrence Mooney, our special guest here in, or lack of equality when it comes to money, well, money that we make. And the US Open this year, men and women, both the winners, both won $3.3 million, but it doesn't happen across the board. No. Uh, can I just interrupt you there on tennis? Um, the prize money f- is better for women. And I heard Stephen Fry do a bit on this because men have to play longer. Have to play so the five per hour rate, women are getting paid better. <laughs> So don't come whinging to me. There's always something, isn't there, hey? But the kids' pocket money, apparently we are paying a 50% increase to our children now than we were in 2013. Yep. Mm. On average, girls are getting $10.60 a week and boys are getting $11.80. Um, but, you know, I mean, weekly rate, that's not bad, isn't it? Like 40-something bucks a month just to do what you like with. Well, yeah. Once I, I used to mow the lawn for money and I loved mm. it, though. I'm, I'm actually, I've got industrial deafness now because we had a... <laughs> no earplugs? No, no earplugs or, or earphones in those days. It was just like get out there and mow the lawn and you'd be on a quarter acre block for about two hours just with a roaring four-stroke in your ears. <laughs> Sometimes the kids, they try and make some money. My kids threw together when they were little, they tried to throw together a uh, garage sale and they put all this stuff, all this junk on the desk at the front, but the problem was they forgot to advertise. Oh, right. So their only customer was dad. Well, some kids are naturally business savvy when it comes to earning money. Cindy and Coogee, your son is business savvy. What's he selling? Um, yes, uh, my son sells raw honey on weekends. Oh, I love raw honey. Is he going, are you sending him into the hives to get it? <laughs> no, no, no. He buys it from a, a supplier up in Kalamunda. Mm. And um, it's raw organic honey and he bottles it, he labels it and he goes door to door. Wow. That is super cute, Cindy. Yeah. Is he making a good little racket out of it? Oh, yes. Um, but it's going all to a good cause. Um, he's trying to save up enough money to bring his cousin from South Africa. Oh, oh. What a kid. Oh, he's a philanthropist as well. <laughs> Everyone hates yeah. an overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet, Cindy. Thanks. Oh, hey, the kid's a family guy as well as a business guy. Yeah. Oh, Erica and Coogee, have you got kids that are a bit business savvy, earning money? Um, my daughter actually made a lemonade stand and then donated all the money to the RFDS. Oh, okay. Oh, my philanthropist. <laughs> oh, yeah, because um, we used to live in the Pilbara and the RFDS is really a bit important up there mm. and she managed to raise $75. How much lemonade is that? That's a lot of lemonade. (laughs) She was out there for a little while, but she had the card table and the tablecloths and her lemonade sign, and yeah, she did really well. Erica, these kids on the weekend, I saw them selling lemonade 15 15 cents for a large glass and five cents for a small, and I thought that, like, it's... You know, they've really undersold their uh yeah, take you uh, their quite a few litres to make any money. <laughs> Erica, did you taste the lemonade? Was it rubbish or was it okay? No, it was actually really good. They did a good job. It was her and a friend and, yeah. I it love was an awesome little setup. Very cute. Childhood philanthropy is a good idea. Thanks, Erica. You know Have a great they, day. They okay. say uh, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Well, yep. If life gives you lemons, just squeeze them over some freshly shucked oysters. Exactly. <laughs> That's what me and Malcolm would do. Yeah. You <laughs> oh, and Malcolm too, oh, Malcolm. Aaron, how about you? Have you got kids that are a bit business savvy when it comes to earning money? Oh, no, I was the kid. I was the entrepreneur. I was the, the, the advocate for Healthway back in the day. I was, I was the man, that's all I can say. Oh, oh so what young Trump. Oh, absolutely. What I used to do is steal my... I didn't like my parents smoking, so I'd steal their cigarettes. Mm. I built a box that um, I got out the cellotape. I got everything. I even labelled it and made it all very pretty. 
yeah. and it had a little tiny hole that only my hand could fit in. So I would sell the cigarettes back to my parents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what were you doing with this philanthropy other than trying to save your parents' health? Uh, what yeah, were you doing with the money that you earned? Oh, I, well, I became very, very good at Donkey Kong. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you did. Every device. I absolutely. I made about 25 bucks a week back in the 80s. So, I mean, you know, I, I could have retired at you know, probably 16. Aaron, I um, can't help but think that your parents were humouring you, given that they could just go down the shops and keep their own secret stashes around the place. I don't ruin my memories, please. <laughs> <laughs> and what have you gone on to, Aaron? Are you, a, are you an entrepreneur or are you just a chain smoker? <laughs> oh, uh, well, I don't smoke, but uh, yes, I do have a business. So, time of your life entertainment. There you go. Oh, there you go. He's got oh, the plug in as well. Plug. You've still I'll got it. I'll, I'll throw it again. Time of your life entertainment. Well <laughs> done. <laughs> well, I hope you've had yours, Aaron, because we've had fun talking to you, mate. The, the uh, folks double dipping for the Durries. We love that. The best of Clairzy, Shane, and Kimber on Mix 94.5.